a jury in the above entitled action find the defendant not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. For over 20 years, I've helped the wrongfully accused prove their innocence. When someone doesn't have the resources, that freight train of injustice will run them down. Learn how we can help fight for your freedom at Credine.com. Welcome this Monday, August 6, 2018. Today we're talking about entitlements. And entitlements come at a cost, folks. They're not free. They come with a price. A very heavy price. You know, for many years I've been an ordained minister and I volunteer as a chaplain. And uh, some of that work takes us into prison ministry. I remember sitting with a group of young men who are in prison and just talking to them. And we opened up about, you know, their childhood. And I asked, you know, by a show of hands, who had their father help raise them? Was their dad in the house? Did he come get them on weekends or whatever? Not one of them raised their hands. So absent father syndrome was in full effect. And I said, how many had their moms raise them? all alone, every one of them. And I said, okay, uh, how many, uh, you know, lived in a house with other siblings? They all had other siblings. And then I went around the room and I asked, what did your mom do for a living? Where did she work? Not one of those young men had a mother that worked. Each and every one of them grew up on entitlements. Welfare, food stamps, EBT, TANF, um, Medicaid, whatever you want to say, medical. Each and every one of them grew up in that type of environment. And I said, so let me get you straight. None of your mothers worked. They all said no. I said, so nobody showed you how to get up, get dressed, go to work. They all said no. They didn't know what that meant. Their game plan in life was to grow up have kids, their baby mama would get on Section 8 and food stamps and other entitlements. It's a breeding ground. And I said, you know what? Where's your motive? Where's your, you know, mentor? Where's your example of who you're supposed to be as a man? They don't have it. All the men in their lives are either dead or in jail. So they're following a trend. Now, with the cost of entitlements, is it the children? For people that are on entitlements and, and raising children and not getting up and going to work, entitlements are not free. You get to wake up at 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. You don't have to go to work. We see people on welfare who really need it. I get it. Okay. But if you're laying around just having children just to get another check, you're part of the problem. That's how politicians, and I, again, this is not a political show, but that's how politicians keep control. Oh, yeah, give them some entitlements. But guess what? You owe. Is the cost of the entitlements your children being incarcerated and working for free in the private prison systems, private prison labor forces? Could be. Where do these prisoners come from? Inner city most of the time. Yeah, you got some bad apples that come from the suburbs, but most of the incarcerated children are from the inner cities. They grow up in crime. They see crime around them. Their peer pressure of crime and 
and selling drugs and robbing and stealing. It's just tremendous. It's overwhelming. What are their role models? A mom who lays around all day, gets up whenever she wants, got an attitude, gets entitlements. What's her job skill? Going to the mailbox or calling in and logging in to see if her uh, benefits have hit her EBT card? You know, I remember back up north, there was a glitch in the system, they called it. Um, For two weeks, no one received their benefits on their EBT card. Stores were shutting down. There were fights in the street. People were on edge. And I said, you know what? It kind of looks like they're doing a a science project. They're, They're doing a demographic project here just to see what people will do. You can't fight the government. There's no way you can fight and win. A lot of people hit the streets and protest anytime a, a young person is shot and killed by police. They protest, they riot. For what? What are you gaining? It means nothing. You're wasting time and money. You're wasting your time and money. The only way to beat this system is to have the resources to fight back against it. Once you have the resources, the system leaves you alone. You ever notice that? Once you have the resources to combat something and you're ready for it, it doesn't come. It leaves you alone. When you're least prepared for something, that's when it hits you and it puts your back up against a wall and you don't know what else to do. So why not get prepared before problems happen? Be prepared. Join Crudine.com. We're here to help you. We're here to fight for your freedom because I've been through it. I know what it's like. And for these young men and women who are sitting in jail cells, getting years in prison and being forced into these prison labor workforces and creating products and services and goods for companies that sell for trillions of dollars and they get nothing for it. Some may get pennies for it. Something like two cents or four cents per hour, not dollars, cents. You know, I hear a lot of women, single mothers, talk about they raise their children on their own. Really, did you really raise your children on your own? You had no help. You had no support. You had no financial or food stamps coming in. And for those of you who had done it on your own, congratulations. My hat's off to you. It's, it's not easy raising a child, let alone by yourself. But how many got rid of the dad? How many forced him out? Because Section 8 will not allow him to live in the house in order to receive those benefits. Food stamps will not allow him to live in the house in order to receive those benefits. TANF, cash assistance, he can't be around in order to receive those benefits. So how many dads were exiled behind Uncle Sam's money? Are you raising Uncle Sam's children? Remember what I said earlier. Everything comes at a price. Nothing in this world is for free. So if you're receiving free money, are you part of a system that's just creating criminals? Not saying your children are criminals, but the peer pressure, what they see around them, It is very hard for, especially a young man, I'm going to talk from my own experiences, it's very hard for a young man to want something so bad, see it drive past them, see, you know, 
the cars with the rims and the pretty girls in the nice cars with guys see the latest Jordans, Jays, whatever you want to call them, on people's feet. And then you look down and you're raggedy sneakers, Pumas, or, you know, not that Pumas even in style anymore, but you look down at yourself and it's just not right. Something doesn't fit. I remember my mother getting my clothes from the grocery store before Walmart was even a a thought. It was the local Grand Union. And they had a carriage of clothes and sneakers in the front when you walked in a display. And those sneakers were bright white. And they lasted all but three days before the glue and everything else rotted apart. And my parents worked very hard, but you got to cut corners somewhere. It's either you get clothes or you get food. Well, I take that back. Either you get nice clothes or you get food. You're not getting both. So again, entitlements are not free. They come at a price. Is the price your children being incarcerated? Paying the system back somehow through prison labor. So if I offended anyone, I really don't care. I'm not politically correct. So you've been warned. But I also want you to really think about your position in this process. Are you um, aiding to the system? Are you being a part of it? Are you raising Uncle Sam's children, like I said before? Or are you raising young men and women to go out into society, be productive, not because of what you say? Children learn from example. So if you lay around all day, wake up in the middle of the morning and do nothing and have no goals and no initiative and you're covered with tattoos from head to toe, tattoos are expensive. If you're on uh, welfare and, and other entitlements, how are you affording a tattoo? A sleeve tattoo costs over $1,000. I've seen young men and women in the hood covered in tattoos. Where are they getting the money for that? If it's legal money, then they're taking from the TANF, which is meant to feed themselves and their children. If it's illegal money, they're breaking the law and they're teaching their children to do the same thing. And then when kids end up in prison, everybody wants to hoot, holler, and cry and scream. We have to do better as a people. Nobody owes us anything. For those of you listening, nobody owes you anything. Nothing. I am so sick of hearing the reparations argument. Okay? Slavery ended a long time ago. Do your ancestry. Most of you would be shocked to see that your ancestors may have been here prior to slavery, prior to Europeans settling on this continent. Many of our ancestors were Moors who were doing business with Indians prior to white Europeans even showing up. So how did we get this far? How did we get this bad? A lot of us. I'm not going to say all. I'm going to say a lot of us. How did it get so bad for minorities? They gave something for free and told you, stay home. Don't worry about it. But guess what? You can only make so much money. You could, There's a ceiling. You know, I, I do research for my business. And I see a lot of people getting SSI or SSDI because of post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, that's kind of a catch-all. It started with veterans, and it's a very serious thing. But then people were diagnosed left and right with PTSD, 
Oh, you've gone through something. You have post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, you were yelled at as a child. You have post-traumatic stress disorder. Oh, you were beaten as a child. You have PTSD. That's not what that's for. But you know what? Doctors are writing it on slips left and right because you can take that slip, go to the Social Security office and get a check for it. I think it's between $750 to over 2000 a month, depending on where you live, what state. But what does that do? You think, oh, I made it finally. The rest of my life, I'm going to get this check. I get to stay home and do nothing. That's not what life's about. You have to have goals. You have to have dreams. If your goals or dreams only earn you $2,000 a month tops, you got a problem. That's not a, a way to live. Not at all. You should have goals and dreams that take you around the world, that open up your mind and get you involved and enjoy what this world has to offer. It is a big world. Go out there and see it. I love tropical weather. I grew up in a cold northeastern state, snowed in feet, not inches, feet. And from the age of three, I told my parents I was going to live in a certain state where it's tropical. And that's where I'm at now. I'm living my dream. But you have to get out there. You have to learn how to make it. You learn how to earn rightfully, legally, where no one's coming after you. You're not looking over your shoulder. This is the exact conversation I have with these young men and women in these prisons. And I tell them, do better. You're going to have a chance when you get out, no matter when that is, do better. So you don't end up back in here. And do you know what they all say? 100% say the same thing. How? How do I do better? I don't know how to do better. What do I do? Then I ask them, what are you good at? What do you dream about? Wake up and write down your dreams. That's your subconscious mind speaking to you to go in a better direction. You may dream about owning a food truck. If you like to cook, it's not hard to open a catering business on a food truck or a trailer. Get a trailer. If you can't afford the whole truck, get a trailer and tow it around. Get a a U-Haul hitch and tow it around and make some money legitimately. Create your own line of food. Do something because prison is not a job. Entitlements are not a job. Oh, you're going to work in prison, but you're not going to get anything for it. That is not where you want to end up. And to hear young men and women talk about they know they're going to go to jail before they're 18. It is so sad to sit with a group of young men and women at a boys club or a church event and to hear them say they know they're going to go to jail before they're 18. You bring upon what you think. You become your thoughts. Whatever you draw to you is because that's what you're thinking. Think better. Take a ride. See the sights. If you don't have a car, take a bus. Go to a nice affluent area as far as the bus can take you. Go to a a cafe there and just absorb the energy, absorb the atmosphere. See something better. Want it. Earn it. Don't take it. Earn it. Turn your life around. Now, you could take this podcast as, hey, he kind of went off the beaten track. Yeah, I did. I admit it. But it's her purpose. Nothing is free in this world.
Nobody owes you anything. And if you stand around with your hand out, they're going to throw you coins. And it costs dollars to live. Change your perception. And your perception will change your outcome. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! 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 The truth.